Welcome, everybody. Hey, this is Christopher Tompkins, and you are listening to the Social Marketing Academy, where today's topic is going to be a crash course and social media copywriting. Ooh, I know it sounds very, very high and mighty, but what I want to do today is rectify one of the issues that I can no longer stand looking at in social media marketing, which is poor writing. Okay. I, every day, as I've told you a thousand times on the show, I'm working in the trenches with my team at the Go Agency looking through social media content. Oh my gosh, I see a lot. I read so many tweets, updates, blogs every single day that my eyes sometimes cross. But what I want to do today is I want to kind of isolate some of my pressure points in terms of annoyance to help you better yourself as writers on social media so you can reach your objectives in your marketing. Now, writing is fundamental, so is reading, but in social media, writing and reading are both equally fundamental. So we want to be able to write things that people want to read and engage with. So how are we going to do that? Today's show, I'm going to tell you some of my thing, my tips that we have at, in our copywriting department at the Go Agency that we use to really craft content that engages our client's target audience successfully and on a regular basis so we can kind of continually stay competitive and interesting to our clients. So if you've never listened to our show before, I want to welcome you. We talk about tons of different social media and online marketing topics. So today we might not be talking exactly about Facebook, but we're going to be talking about a related topic, which is social media copywriting, which kind of fits across a lot of different genres or platforms rather. And I want to share with you all of the things that I've seen people do incorrectly on social media so that you don't make the same mistakes that I've seen a lot of other people do. I want you to be successful. And hey, you know, if I'm in there learning all this stuff, why not share it? So if you want to learn more about me or my firm, The Go Agency, visit us online, www.thegoagencyusa.com. Now, let's talk about this. You know, ever since the early days of the newspaper, people have studied the power of the headline, right? Writers like carefully selected each word so that their paper would pull in readers. Now, social media marketing has evolved this concept. Thankfully, we don't need people shouting extra, extra, extra on street corners. Instead, we have to make sure our updates, which are anything that's written and posted on Facebook, Twitter, LinkedIn, blah, 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 are noticeable on the web, right? Now, there's one big difference between normal copywriting and social media copywriting. With social media, you write a lot. And by a lot, I mean I mean our copywriters have to crank out tens of thousands of words a week for our clients. That's a lot of writing. And, and guess what? They still have to be creative and original. Quality and quantity are absolutely essential in in in, 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 in our agency for sure. But also for you, you know, with that in mind, you might want to ask which strategies work best for social media users. So I want to share with you some things that are going to help you when you're writing for social media. Because for example, one of the things that we have to do is we have 
to promote maybe a company that has one product and the product solves one problem and it has to go to one page on the website. Okay, if we're writing 14 social media updates, you can see right there, and we've had the client for six years. How do we make that interesting? How do we make that new and different? How do we make that something that's going to be engageable? Well, let me share with you some of the ways that we can do that. First off is lists. Um, whether your post is to top 10 restaurants in Asheville or the five most important documents for estate planning, just people just love lists. They're easy to read and get right to the point. So if you want to do, um, if you want to say something, for example, in terms of your content, maybe say every Monday you share, say this month in March, we're going to share the top, our top five tips to cleaning your shower. And first tip is on that same day. The next Monday, your second tip. The next Monday, your third tip. The next Monday, your fourth tip. And that following Friday, your bonus tip five. See, there you got five updates for the week and you have a list. But also, you can put a list just in one. And you can tie it directly into your blog and there you go. The second is definitions and industry terms. Does your industry have specific terminology? Well, share them with your audience. For example, the legal, legal terms that you need to know. It's an excellent way for attorneys to spread the knowledge. See, social media, and when you're writing, social media is a great way for you to define things about your business that are hard to understand. So, when I'm talking about, for example, I have uh, one product and one website and one blah, blah, blah. How can I present that in a more interesting way? Well, the first thing I can do is I can define anything or any topics that are hard to understand about using my product. Where would I find that? Maybe I would dig into my FAQs. Or if you're a salesperson, maybe you're a one-man show. You're doing all this yourself. You're doing the social media yourself. You're doing the sales yourself. You built the website yourself, whatever. You're a self-made person and you're trying to get this going. What questions are you most often asked okay so what does that mean hmm well let's think about okay our website design service at the go agency i know the first question a lot of people ask is price obviously there's ways of explaining price but that's kind of you know it could be a misnomer it, but let's say well no let's go with that if price was the number one thing it could be you could write an article about how to vet the right website designer to take on your project. And then you can put all of the things that you do to make your project special. And you could say the value of a website to your business. And then you could talk about um, the value of having an online point of sale, maybe the value of a shop, um, all the places that you can make money off of it, maybe the return on, on investment of the average website. See what I did there? I created things that could be blogs. I could also create social media updates and other things because we're talking about social media copywriting because on sites such as LinkedIn and Facebook, you can post longer form blog type material. Can't do that on Twitter, obviously, but Facebook and LinkedIn, you can. 
So if I had that article and I shared it on 50 different LinkedIn groups, I could probably get about 200,000 views of that. Maybe not everyone would engage with it, but it is engaging. Why? Because it's a question that people have. And if you are targeting the right people, we're not talking about targeting here because you should already know what your target audience is, then you're hitting it the nail right on the head. Okay, does that make sense? I hope it does, but it's really, really important. So another one is casual tone. Today, today's online consumer or online audience prefers a casual and conversational tone to the marketing. So what I would say is whenever you write anything, read it out loud. Do you read it like a robot or do you read it like a robot? You know what I'm saying? When, sometimes you'll write copy and it sounds like, hear ye, hear ye, it's like, what? I want something that sounds professional, it's conversational, and it's easy to read. People do not like to read business speak. I, well, I sure as hell don't like to read business speak, but a lot of people don't. You don't need to write above your audience's head on social media. You want to hit them. Now, if your audience are all members of Mensa, they're, they, they use large words, every 50 cent word in the book, and they're very, very deep and thoughtful, then your content has to reflect that. So I'm not saying throw everything out because I'm just saying in general, if you're dealing with the medical community and you're using medical terminology and that is how everybody speaks within the industry, that's what you do. You use jargon. But if you're in the medical industry and you're trying to deal, you're facing patients, I would not talk like that. Just think about this. And this is something I say again and again. Think about the different ways that you communicate in different settings. If I'm, not, if I'm in a room full of my peers in social media marketing, we're going to talk in jargon. We're going to talk a certain way and we're going to commiserate about the same sort of problems that we have. If I speak to a group of business owners about social media, I have to change the way that I speak. I reduce the jargon. I speak maybe, maybe a little bit more inspirationally to kind of get everybody um, excited about social media because it can be a very frustrating topic for a lot of people. And, or maybe I'm in a networking group. I'm going to speak completely different again because I'm going to talk about my business first. So do you see what I mean? You're going to have different audiences for your message. Who are you trying to talk to on social media? That's who you have to write for. If I'm trying to make myself easy to engage with, I'm not going to speak in a language that they do not understand. I'm not going to speak like a school essay. I'm going to speak like myself. Because guess what? When you listen to the show and you read my blogs and any, in my book and whatever else, everything makes sense because it's all targeted at the same audience. People that want to learn more about social media marketing because I want to help and that is my angle. So you can do the same thing with your business. Okay. I'm getting down from my, my soapbox. I just want you to understand tone is very important and using words. Another thing you could do is ask questions. This is a great way to get engagement on social media. Um, you can you can do, um, could these foods help with Alzheimer's? 
Well, then you could do that post. You can find an article if you don't have an article written yourself, or you could answer that if you are if you are um, um, uh, an industry that could benefit from your audience learning more about that. Craft a blog, craft an article, so you can share that with people on LinkedIn and Facebook, and then as a social media update everywhere, driving traffic to your blog. That is the way forward. And also, my other tip is use powerful vocabulary. I, and here's what I want you to do. There's a really great tool. It's called Grammarly. And I like to use it all the time. And I don't go with it all the time. It basically, it, it, it shows you where the errors are in your writing. So it's great if you have some typos or, or you've spelled words wrong or something like that. But what I'm really focused on here is... It shows you when you have a passive voice. I like to make action into my voice. So I want to use powerful vocabulary. Um, so don't waste room on weak words and still a sense of urgency and importance. So take out all of those extra words, the, the that's and the extra the's and, the, and replace it with a good powerful word. You don't have a lot of real estate in your social media updates many times. So don't waste it by telling the life story of something that no one cares about. Get to the point. Tell them what they want to know right off the bat. Going back to good headlines. Every social media update has to in some way sound like a headline or incorporate some sort of headline. If you pick up a novel, the first sentence in the book is what's going to pull you in. Every social media update needs to be like that first sentence in a book. Okay? So remember that. It's a good analogy to think about when you're writing. And then read them out loud. Read them, uh, write them all at once. Write uh, seven or 14 or whatever the heck you're going to put out in one week. And read them. They make sense. Do you care? Do they just sound like weak advertisements that you drive past on a billboard in the highway? Do they sound like you're trying to sell a used car? Tell me. You know, change it. Make it sound like a human being. Make it sound like how you talk to your audience. All right, folks, those are some of my copywriting tips. I hope this helps. I gave you a lot of just different tips that you can put into your strategy when you're writing. But again, uh, check out our past shows on iTunes as well as Blog Talk Radio. And um, it's been great chatting with you as always. I hope I really helped out uh, clear up some of your copywriting questions that you might have had. Again, get in touch with me if you have anything. I'm happy to cover any questions that you have or any concerns that you have on upcoming episodes of the Social Marketing Academy. I've been Christopher Tompkins for the Social Marketing Academy, and I will definitely be talking to you very soon, so watch out.